hello. Welcome to episode two of Chit Chat with the Jesus. Chit Chat with the Jesus. Today we're going to talk about something very important to us, very dear to our hearts, very important in our upbringing, in our childhood, and uh, we're kind of obsessed. If you know us very well, you know how obsessed we are with Shrek. So Shrek turns 20 this year. Wow. I'm not even 20. Yeah. I'm just 19. Shrek is older than you. Can you can you believe that? So it means you have always had Shrek in your life. Yes, I've always had Shrek in my life. That's why I said it was very dear to my childhood, my upbringing. Shrek raised me. Shrek taught me English. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always say get out of my swamp. Why? <laughs> when you're telling me to get out of your room. <laughs> I never see that. What are you talking about? Yes, you have. No, I have not. It makes sense too because your room is <laughs> full of plants. <laughs> it's full of plants. It's basically a swamp. Oh my good. I'm a plant mama. What can I say? Oh gosh. Anyways, Shrek has been beloved by all sorts of people. There's like levels to how much you love Shrek. So there's like the basic, like, yeah, I like the jokes because, you know, the jokes are, some jokes are mainstream, so I understand. And then there's the medium people who, they enjoy Shrek. They could go as Shrek as a costume, you know, they like the songs and they were songs. born. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're medium. They like donkey. They, yeah. And then there's the super fans who are us, of course. Who can recite the whole movie start to finish. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that's not not just the first one. The second one. The third one. The third may, maybe. No, the fourth one was really bad for me because it came out when I was older and I was like, Shrek, that's like me in grade eight. <laughs> that's like a young, that's a young thing. I'm old now. And then there's super, super fans and their love for Shrek is quite scary. Like it's an obsession. Yeah, there's people also like those kinds they of people. They live, breathe. Right. They go to <sighs> they go to festivals. They're, they have festivals in Europe, like Shrek festivals where people I knew I should have been born European. <laughs> where people dress up and they just like frolic in the mud. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they dress up as the three blind mice. <laughs> but I would like to attend just once. Just once. Yeah. Not a yearly thing. That's kind of creepy. But it's it's interesting. Oh, are we real fans? Let's let's talk about this. As I look at the book that I have <laughs> on my bookshelf. Shrek. <laughs> With music. I'll include it in the Instagram post. It's it's quite legendary. Actually. Another plug. Follow our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> follow our Instagram. Chit chat with the podcast. Chit chat with the podcast. So the whole Shrek multiverse uh consists of Shrek the first movie uh shrek 2 shrek 3 shrek forever after there's two holiday specials oh yeah there was like a christmas one and then a halloween did you watch it (laughs) (laughs) there's a spinoff with puss in boots he has his own movie oh i never never watched it so i don't know kind of boring i watched it and then there's a stage musical is that the one we saw that was amazing so how did DreamWorks come to be anyways? Um, the creator of uh, Shrek, Jeffrey Katzenberg. Star? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Jeffrey. Who's Jeffrey Star again? Oh, oh the pink big, wig. Uh, okay, okay, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking Patrick Star. Patrick Star. So Jeffrey Katzenberg, who is co-owner of DreamWorks, he used to work for Disney mm. way back in the 80s. 
So in the 80s, when Mike Eisner became CEO of Disney, um, he brought along Jeffrey Katzenberg to... What happened to Walt? Walt Disney was just the creator and owner or whatever, but CEO mm. something else. Oh, okay. So in the 80s, when Mike Eisner became CEO of Walt Disney Studios, um, he brought along Jeffrey because they were friends, I guess, from an, an old job. He brought him along to head up the animation department. Um, it wasn't doing so well at the time. Um, it wasn't... Yeah, it didn't have like hits in the box office like it does now. So under his management, um, and under Jeffrey Katzenberg's management, Disney started producing bangers again. Mm-hmm. So they brought us uh, the classics. So this is where the Disney Renaissance started, um, where they gave us The Little Mermaid, mm. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King. So it was doing really well. Um, people loved Disney again at this point. So... They hated it before? No, it just wasn't doing well in the box office. People weren't watching the movies. So now, like, with the Disney Renaissance, it's like a re... Like Um, a rebirth of of the new Disney, you know? Okay. Is that... Where does Fantasia go in there? I don't know. That's way... Before? Way before that. No, because The Little Mermaid's, like, from the 80s or maybe even earlier. And Fantasia is, like, 2000. Okay, well, I don't know. Jeffrey wasn't... A part of that. Jeffrey was doing makeup back then. <laughs> um, so obviously Jeff Katzenberg was proud of the work he did with Disney. And so he and Mike Eisner, the CEO, they worked really well together. And Jeffrey was like, hey, make me your number two. Because at this point, Jeff was just in charge of the animation studios, right? Mm-hmm. And Mike was the CEO of like all of like, Walt Disney Studios. So Jeff was like, we could do really good things together. Good for him. Like, make me your number two. Yeah. Not just like, can I be your number two? He was no. probably like, you and me could rule the world. Uh-huh. The Walt Disney world. <laughs> That's a good, um, what's it called? For all of you people out there who want to ask your bosses for a raise, just do it. Just say, you and me. We can change the world. <laughs> yeah. So Mike said, absolutely. As soon as the position opens up, I will make you president. Oh. of Walt Disney. And so he was like, great. Position opens up. The current president dies. What? In a helicopter. Beth? Jeff? Je- <laughs> <laughs> Who's the president? The, some, some guy. Oh, okay, okay. He dies in a helicopter accident. Who staged? Um, I don't know. So Jeff is like, great. Like, do I become the president now? Not great. Like, he's... Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> when do i start (laughs) and mike was like um okay just hold on a little bit little did jeff know let's put the body in the grave first little did jeff know that roy disney walt disney's nephew roy okay he was like part of the board or whatever he hated jeff oh no he didn't like how jeff took all the credit with like the Little Mermaid and the, the Lion King, like all the success that that brought them, mm-hmm. he didn't like that Jeff took most of the credit. He was like, "I hate that guy." So then, when word came out that he wanted to be president, Roy basically said, "If you make him president, I will throw a fit." Hey, okay, yeah. He's like, "I hate that guy. Don't make him president." Wow. So then Mike had no choice. He couldn't just make him president without the board's approval. So he didn't. And so there was tension between Jeff and Mike and Roy Disney. 
And like after just a few months, Jeff was like, you know what? I don't need you guys. I am talented. I know how to do things. Yes, queen. I'm gone. Okay. So Jeff Katzenberg just quit Disney, went to start his own studio. As he should. Together with Steven Spielberg and some other dude. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah. He's involved in like most of the movies. The color purple. The color (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sister. Yeah, he he produced that or something. They co-created DreamWorks. DreamWorks. DreamWorks Animation Studio. Um, But Shrek wasn't the first movie that they produced. What was created? I don't know. Like, I know the Prince of the Prince of Egypt came before Shrek. The Little Prince? No, the Prince of Egypt. The Prince of Egypt. The Prince. Okay, I don't know it, right? Okay. You know it. What? Yes. (laughs) Prince of Egypt. Yes. It was Moses. Oh, the Prince of Egypt. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was some other like. See, it's very underrated. The music in the Prince of Egypt is really good. You know, uh, Whitney Houston and Mar- <gasps> Mariah Carey like covered it. Oh my! And, oh, covered it. I thought they were no, Mar- Miriam in the in the. No, they weren't the voice actors, but they wait sang a it too. Minute. The Prince of Egypt is DreamWorks. Yes. Um, but so they produced that before Shrek, and then they had other movies like Chicken Run and others. But their big break came in two thousand one with Shrek. Shrek. Oh. Shrek. So when it first came out, it was very different. Like it was, it was ahead of its time uh, because at that time people were were used to the, the Disney happy endings, right? The yeah. the very cliche fairy tales and like and, cliche jokes. Because Shrek is hilarious to this day. Right, I crack up. Oh, it, it still it holds up. It holds up. It's because they catered not only for the, the children, children but the parents, the parents as well. Like it, all ages can enjoy it. Um, and they they're doing that more these days, right? But that at, at that time, children's movies weren't doing that, and also, yeah, like I said, the fairy tale thing. But then here comes Shrek, who just takes that fairy tale idea and just like stomps on it or makes fun of Poops it. On it, like literally, the first scene is Shrek reading a fairy tale, and then at the end, where they all live happily ever after, he just tears the page. Wipes his butt with it and flushes it. Right away, you know what you're in for. What Jeff is thinking. <laughs> you know. This is not your typical boy meets, no, princess meets prince, and they get married and live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. So, And not only is it funny and all that, but it's also deep. Yeah, it is deep. Like, true love People is... take one look at me and they think I'm ugly. <laughs> the movie um, won the first ever Academy Award of Best Animated Feature. Like, before Shrek, they... they they, they didn't have an animated. They didn't have. They didn't have this category. It was made just for Shrek. Yes, Shrek. Love to see it. And then it won six BAFTA nominations. One on one, it Bath got. <laughs> it got six BAFTA uh, nominations. BAFTA is uh, the British Academy of Film and Television Awards, whatever. Of course, it's British. Yeah. Um, 
But so it also helped establish DreamWorks as a legit animation studio. So mm-hmm. now they were competing with the big leagues like Pixar and Disney. And also in 2020, uh, just last year, the film was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry what by the mean? Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Oh, I can't wait for my great, 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 great grandchildren to be like, my grandma grew up in this movie. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to be talking like. In, <laughs> Is that in, they're going to be talking like old black women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. So it it made it the first DreamWorks animation film and the first animated feature not produced or distributed by Disney to earn that honor. Yes, Disney, put in your place. Yeah, so good for Jeffrey, you know. Know your worth. Ask for that raise one more time. I'm I'm (laughs) asking you guys, go to your bosses. And if they don't give you a raise, go start a DreamWorks. (laughs) (laughs) Go start your own grocery stores. Go start your own carpet cleaning so, company, Bitya. <laughs> I'd rather not. Go start your own firm. Yeah, start start your own whatever in the, you're in the field of. So we decided just in honor of its 20 years, mm-hmm. we decided to rewatch it and see if we would understand the jokes more as adults now. Oh yeah, every time I watch Shrek, I learn something new. Because even before when I first watched it as a kid... I would laugh so hard, but I don't even know what I'm laughing at. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Just like their body language and like, but I don't know later. That's what I. That's what Shrek sounded like to me. Just words. <laughs> but now I understand those words and I'm cracking up. <laughs> Literally, the first scene. You are what you eat. I said. What is he saying? I'm just saying you are what you eat. Just stuff like that. We were gonna do all four movies, but ain't nobody got time for that. No, we couldn't find them. Netflix needs to get on the ball. I don't know if I've already talked about this, but how can you not have Shrek 1, 2, or 3, or 4? What do you have? They did have it. They just... Maybe... They took it off. And for what? They, t- yeah, they took it To off. add the new Hype House movie? Bye. <laughs> we, should, we should write a complaint. And Prime doesn't have it either. We had to go to Prime to watch the, to, the first the one. First you don't movie. have the second one. So the second movie isn't on Prime or Netflix. But we have a DVD. I told you we're super fans. It's so sure, maybe we'll just watch our DVD. It would sure as heck not be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I was about to look on it. I'm actually dumb, eh? I was they like, have what? beef. Oh, um, they have chicken. But you can even, you can tell how... How Jeffrey's taking shots at Disney throughout the whole Shrek movie. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the first, like when he's reading the storybook in the beginning. Yeah. And then also Fiona singing and the bird pops. Yeah, but how does that make fun of Disney? Because the princess says sing, sing, sing. But like, why are you singing? Pop. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, actually, you might be right. Because Snow White, when, when she sings, all the birds are like, oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> No, that's Fiona's song. Yeah, and then it popped because it's not actually beautiful. <laughs> that's the gist. The singing was beautiful. It's just the bird wasn't capable. I don't know, but it makes fun of Disney in some it way. Makes, yeah, Let's because blame, when, it, blame Disney. When, uh, when Snow White was singing, all the birds were like in harmonies and whatever. Like it was all pretty. Nothing yeah. went wrong. They all got along. But when Fiona tries to do it, it's reality. or Maybe not reality, but it's like, okay. Not all birds are your friends. And then another one that I caught was when Lord Farquhar was uh, talking to the mirror. 
and the mirror was giving him options like Cinderella, Snow White, and Fiona. Oh, but then when the commentary, he, yeah, when he was describing Cinderella, he's like, <laughs> a mentally she, abused. No, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, um, you know, he's like, she's a mentally sh- mentally abused shut in from a kingdom far, far away. So it sort of makes fun of the whole like, oh, it doesn't matter that Cinderella was, was pretty and she was the one. No, no, it doesn't matter that Cinderella didn't have a good life like she was mentally abused by her stepsisters her stepmother like all her life she didn't have a great life but the minute she meets the prince she's all happy like all that trauma is just gone suddenly because she found a man to marry her and who's a prince like she would need therapy or something also Duloc was designed to mimic disneyland Mm. you can even see that from the song with the little dolls when Shrek and Donkey like pull that thing and the the little uh, door do, 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 do. door Welcome opens. Welcome to do lock. So the song uh, was designed to sort of parody It's a Small World After All. I guess that's uh, a, a... It's a small world. Okay, I see that. That's the song they play at Disneyland. I don't know. I've never We've been. We've never been. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is it a parody, the song has the same beats per minute mm-hmm. as It's a Small World After All. And it's in the same key as well. So it's not like a coincidence. So they did it Shrek on is purpose. the whole parody of Disney. But what did you find on this rewatch? Any new jokes that you never got before and then you got them now? Or? Oh, yeah. I watched it with the subtitles this time. and I mean, I always do, but like I guess it's time I can read. <laughs> <laughs> so what really killed me is Robin Hood's um, song. Because I just thought, oh, step from the rich and you put up it. See, I didn't know what he was saying till now. But so, I like so this for, part. For context, it's the part where Fiona gets rescued rescued no fiona and shrek they're all they left the the castle and they're walking into the woods well through the woods and then robin hood just comes out and and just jumps out and And starts singing and then he's like i'm gonna save you i am your savior (laughs) (laughs) and the bush grabs the lady by the tourist that's bad 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 that's bad when the booty's with the beast it makes me awfully mad he's mad he's really really mad make it down I really like that scene too because it shows like Disney had at this point had never shown one of their princesses to be so yeah like like stick up for themselves yeah like fiona rescue me rescue me that's their plot shrek didn't have to lift a finger fiona took care of the robbers he didn't know how to lift a finger what no he yeah he did he just he just slayed the dragon he didn't oh speaking of the dragon i think i okay this is my theory dragon is a black queen i really (laughs) see it she's fiery she's a single mom because basically donkey is an estranged father to me (laughs) he goes off his shrek too later when he finds out oh right 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 and like 
but she probably, she probably made good soul food for Fiona when she was up in that tower, <laughs> using her little fires. She wore jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> she wore mascara. She was assertive. She made the first move with donkey. With donkey, she said, "I'm a girl dragon." <laughs> Of course you are a girl, a girl dragon. dragon. You're just reeking with feminine, uh, feminine beauty. beauty. <laughs> she did her job. Her job was done. What? What was her job? <laughs> to take care of the princess. But you know, her job wasn't to take care of Fiona. Because Shrek was there to rescue Fiona. Yeah, like she was just put there. That's why she's a black queen. Because she was named the oppressor. <laughs> when you take that word oppressor. She was painted out to be the bad guy when all she did was be friends with Fiona. Didn't you yeah, remember? We don't know the behind the scenes. Listen, if Dragon was a villain, she uh-huh. wouldn't have been invited to Fiona's baby Wedding. shower. Oh, baby shower. Wedding, That's yeah. True. But also That's baby so shower. True. She was part of the girls. I remember that she was in the window. <laughs> <laughs> if she was the villain this whole time. She would have never gotten down, settled down, got children. With Donkey and became part of the family. Yeah. She would have looked for another princess to... To terrorize. Yeah. But she didn't. Because she was just there. It was probably her job. Living her best life. She's out here making bread. And she's painted out to be the oppressor. (laughs) Period. Life today, man. Definitely a black queen. (laughs) Shout out to you, dragon. Yeah. I wonder who voices dragon. We need a a spinoff just for dragon. And how she became... How she became the guard to the tower. And then her voice actor could be like, (laughs) the whole time. Who voiced Dragon? Anyway, we should look that up. So in Google, it says Dragon was voiced by some guy named Gary Hecker. I knew he was a person. But he's not a black queen. (laughs) Oh, I mean. I mean, the character is a black queen. Yes. Period. But also, the subtitles helped me understand what Donkey was saying. Oh my goodness, I, Donkey. I never understood what he said half the time. Donkey. I missed a lot. Like, remember when when he first met Shrek? In, in That whole scene. <laughs> I just thought he was singing. I thought it was literally speaking Arabic. Can I say something? That's 25 shillings for the possessed toy. <laughs> Take it away. But, uh... Hey, wait a minute. I got a great idea. I'll stick with you. You a mean green fight machine. Together we'll scare the spit out anybody that crosses us. So what is he saying there? Spit out anybody that crosses us. Man, you almost burned the hair out my nose. Just like the time. And then I ate some rotten berries. Man, I had some strong asses eking out of my butt that day. Why? Eking out of my butt that day. Yeah, like to me it was just gibberish, but I found it hilarious because it just didn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's why I was... So I would just laugh because I'm like, oh, that's so silly. Oh, <laughs> God, donkey. But what did he really say? I don't know. <laughs> and then now that I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, donkey. I'm laughing again. <laughs> Double laugh. Are you a subtitles, like you watch with subtitles all yes. the time? All the time. Literally. That's literally how I learned how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just exposing myself here, huh? <laughs> but no, subtitles, I under. I feel like I'm, no offense. I feel like I'm deaf. <laughs> you're not deaf you can't just feel no. like you're deaf either you're deaf or you're not no i just feel like maybe what's it called audio you're auditory impaired yeah i feel like i'm impaired because i'll be especially when you're eating girl 
<laughs> that's just normal you're chewing and yeah so you can't hear your eardrums are occupied they're not they can't but hear. still with like my attention span i'll like be watching it but not really watching it but if i have something to look at i'll like look at the words and be like oh i get it and then sometimes the joke is in the words the joke is in the script if you're just listening to it you're not gonna get it yeah that's true i get that yeah so like the way words are spelled and misspelled but whatever yeah, I don't understand people who do not like subtitles. They're like, I don't want to read a book while I'm watching something. But it helps you understand what's <laughs> yeah. happening. Now that I think about it, why is Shrek Shrek the way it is as Shrek in our lives? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sound deep. But like, how how did Jeff or whoever created Shrek, how do they think, oh, let's make an ogre as the main character oh yeah oh yeah that's gonna work out great let's make a donkey talk oh let's make a black guy eddie murphy voice him and it's gonna be hilarious how do they know what we want the original story it was a it was a children's book they got the idea like it was originally a novel by some guy named william something um the story about an ogre so dreamworks didn't come up with oh they the, just put it into action the character was already had already existed okay but they just gave him a sidekick nice. and made it into a love story everybody loves love stories but i don't know like what was the decision like to give him a donkey as a sidekick yeah or and to make fiona next next episode i want to talk about fiona's daddy <laughs> <laughs> why <laughs> no i'm just joking he's just funny <laughs> and then he dies no in the third one or the second wait yeah the third one when he yeah. dies and then comes back to eat a fly <laughs> live and let die yeah shrek also taught me a lot of classic songs you know as an immigrant again i bring this point up again i'm not from this world <laughs> As an immigrant, I don't really know a lot of... I, I used to not know a lot of classic songs, but Shrek really taught me a lot. Yeah. So I'm like, like I would hear I'm a song, aware. I would hear a song today and be like, hey, that was... That's from Shrek! That's, that was in Shrek. People and, like, I grew up on this song. I'm like, I'm okay, like good sorry, for you. Sorry. I didn't grow up here. I did. Shrek taught me this. <laughs> I'm an alien. <laughs> so yeah, this has been our deep dive. We urge everybody out there to just do a marathon. Rewatch the whole thing. See how many things that you missed as a child that you get now or you find really funny you don't have to though come on life is busy in quarantine lies you have to because life is not busy in quarantine (laughs) lockdown you have all the time let us know if you if you like this sort of like movie breakdowns we could do another movie i'm just here for commentary i feel like we are you are no offense please don't take offense to this but depends (laughs) you are oh i even forgot his name jimmy kimmel no the other one Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, I feel like you're Jimmy Fallon and I'm the guy with the glasses who just comments. Don't be offended. I am offended. You're not actually him, but like our places. Like you do all the work. There, I just come in. There are other, uh, what's who? What you call it? You want to say you're a Shrek, I'm Donkey? Uh, yeah, sure. That's but, better. Uh, <laughs> no, no, there are other late night talk shows that you can compare me to than Jimmy Fallon. I am not James Gordon. I mean... <laughs> I could be James Corden. You could be the that guy. I'm Roots. I'm the Roots. Reggie Watts. Okay, okay, okay. Let us know on Instagram. Chit chat with the podcast. We're plugging it again. So if you haven't yet followed it, what are you still doing? Yeah. And thank you to everybody who's followed it so far. Yeah. So much positive reinforcement. I feel like a pillar. 
A what? A pillar. A meaning? Meaning I've been shingled. <laughs> I've been scaffolded. <laughs> okay, if you if you're a constructor, you know what I'm talking about. What's a constructor? <laughs> worker you know what we are on the same wavelength okay i mean scaffolding your support on instagram has been really scaffolding to us but yeah we really appreciate everyone's support i didn't expect to to get uh people following us yeah like we have 24 followers already like that's a whole classroom yeah i just want to shout out a few people uh raven raven for commenting your favorite way to die (laughs) and chelsea love ya um Thank you to Vivian, Olga, to Ronald, to Keisha. You the real one. Thank you to one. to our hype crew, Christine, Sarah, Jamila, to our mama who's proud of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new day when your African mom says, I am so proud of you, Gillies. <laughs> she said Gillies. <laughs> no, she didn't. To Arlo, our number one fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for not barking during our recording sessions. And everybody else who followed us. We can't mention everybody, but please keep interacting on our posts. We really appreciate it. Tune in next time for another Chit Chat with the Cheezas. This has been an A-B conversation. See yourself out.